Oh, you know you're going to say something like, I'm the alpha male. Because I am the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> Coming was- to you from the I am the captain now studios. Oh, my God. Yeah, dog. It's the Sons of Monarchy <laughs> yeah. podcast with your host at Drunk Shy Sox fan on Twitter. It's Steve-O. Yeah, dog. Uh, and uh, take Tommy on this episode. You almost forgot your name there for a second. Well, you know, I had to throw in the yeah, dog as well. I can't be left off of the yeah, dog bandwagon here. Um, this week, we are uh, going to talk about our weeks. We're going to talk about how uh, much Steve is still in love with Michael Kopech, about how lovely Kansas City is this time of year, and um, our 500 baseball club. All of this brought to you by us. Rate, rate, subscribe, subscribe review. review. <laughs> rate, subscribe, to view is what I said. So that's how my week's been, Steve. How if, about yours? Uh, it's been okay. I guess the fact that I haven't <laughs> watched a single second of baseball basically since I was in Kansas City yeah. is a testimony to how this week is going. Um, work is just a lot. I, it's a lot. It is. Teaching, teaching the youth of America, especially after they haven't been in a school building for 16 to 17 months is a time yeah mm-hmm. it's and more a, than adults, 40 hours is adults what... have forgotten how to work too like well, they've forgotten how to like operate in a school yeah too. you're also in a charter school that has turnover rates that are way higher than normal which is already a high turnover rate because it's teaching um so they may not have forgotten steve they may be just new is something that i am imagining at least from the outside looking in <laughs> you make a good point um, green these kids are green including the, the teachers so <laughs> yeah all y'all sending your kids to school never forget you got steve smirts standing in those classrooms hey n- no government names oh shoot sorry um, <laughs> never forget you have drunk shy socks fan teaching your kids is that what you want me to say to these people <laughs> absolutely remember oh that God. that teacher that is standing at the podium is hung over <laughs> at drunk shy Sox fan on twitter <laughs> or even worse at ken w o or ken w o for life or mm-hmm. whatever it is his handle <laughs> it could be worse that's all i'm trying to tell you is it could be worse than me. <laughs> hilarious i absolutely love that but um, kansas yeah. city was fun i i gotta say that yeah, no, that's not enough, Steve. You got to elaborate. How did, what All did right. you do there? I saw a lovely TikTok from Alexis Atwater that really oh, yeah. encapsulated. I, I was like, oh, this is going to be a nice like view of her weekend. And then I saw you. And so I just was annoyed. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to hear about, I'm. <laughs> I actually thought the same thing when I watched it. I was like, wow, I appeared like half, I'm like over half, half of these of photos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I mean, I, first off, Alexis is great. So I know she's not a big podcast podcast listener uh, in general, but I might tell her to tune in just so that she can hear me gas her up. Uh, yeah. She is also in her <laughs> first year of full time teaching. So shouts to her. Um, she's had green. To deal with, yes, she's <laughs> had to deal with some COVID <laughs> bullshit though, uh, which I do not. So the envy. Boston Red Sox actually. Yeah, exactly. She's te- <laughs> she's teaching. She's teaching Chris Sale, you know. I'm I'm sure that she the difference being she's you know a vaccinated and um, exactly Red Sox may not be <laughs> right right. Well, I was gonna say you know Alexis teaches like second grade or something, which is on brand 
because Chris mm-hmm. Sale basically acts like a second grader sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, um, they, the difference also there being that second graders know how to use scissors and um, Chris <laughs> Sale does not. That So the joke think, never dies. I'm sorry. It just never dies. <laughs> you know, actually, I think Chris Sale proved his point and, and was very effective with those scissors. Oh, By the yeah. way, what are your thoughts on those jerseys? Those 76s with the collars? Dude, that. they're great. So, you really like them. They're great, man. Um, I well, I don't actually like them, but I think it 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 throws it back to a, a, a simpler time when the Chicago White Sox used to change their jersey every year. Um, and since <laughs> 1990, be- since five years before I was born, the White Sox have had the same jerseys every single year, which I like. They're classic. They're good, freaking looking jerseys. I know you're, you're talking you're, about like their homes, their aways, their black alternate uniforms mm-hmm. yeah, yeah those are great uniforms they're, they're all amazing they're gorgeous uniforms that are absolutely iconic i still think that there is stuff like the city connect jersey that you can experiment you can go outside the lines a little bit and do some more and like granted they have with these city connects but when was the last time they friggin wore the city connects yeah, they've worn them twice this year. I mean, um, they lost. I, I get it. Like they're not. They don't have a, a pristine record in those uniforms. So I maybe love- it's the superstitious actual players, you know, that they don't want to wear them. But I'm just saying, like, let's let's get more of these. Like, I want to see those '73 like collared jerseys just oh, for the fun no, of it. No, just like, come on, not. let's do the collared jerseys are so bad. Now listen to this though. I love that you bring up the City Connects and that they're not wearing them enough mm-hmm. because one thing that I'm tired of, and they've been doing this since the, I believe the 30th anniversary, which was 2013. Yeah. They've worn the 83s every goddamn Sunday. I and know. don't get me wrong. I like the 83s. They're a good, good. jersey. Yeah. They match well with the hat. They look mm-hmm. great. Now, listen to me. Southside Sunday jerseys, Southside Sundays, mm-hmm. City Connects, mm-hmm. Southside on Sunday. You already know. That's, I think that would be amazing. I think that would be a great marketing tool. I mean, you are a bit of a hoe for alliteration, but still. You're right. Alliteration's bay, baby. Yeah. Like, I agree, though. That that would be fantastic. I I mean, I'm all for um, sticking with the traditional and, like, having your set of jerseys, you know, the black alternate, the white pinstripes, the uh, road grays. I love the road grays. Don't get me wrong. I still think there's room to bring in a lot of different jerseys and like kind of mix it up. I mean, you got 162 frigging games. Let's let's mix it up a little bit. Let's do some stuff. So anyway, that's what I think about the 73 jerseys is it's hearkening back to a time where we would uh, try to do some more things, more exciting stuff. Hey, how about those red uniforms from the 70s? Those are and, and oh, some people really on. like those. Not a big fan. Not a oh, big fan. Oh, come on. No, I kind of like the powder blues more. Powder blues are that. They wore them once. It was like 2017, 2018. Yeah. Warm, yeah. I think it was older than that. I thought it was 2016. You're right. It was no. Uh, I No, Moncada. There's a picture of Moncada wearing one. No. So, yeah, I'll pull it up later. Somebody can fact check, fact check me on that one. Yes, um, but we shall. What, what the hell are we doing here? We were supposed to talk about the Kansas City series. Yes. What are you doing? Stop trying so, to sidetrack. Friday. Fun fact. Anyway, so, you were trashing uh, Alexis Atwater, I believe. That's what you that were doing. That is not what I was doing. She's You're amazing. She's <laughs> She's a brand new teacher is what you were saying. Something like that. I'm sure she's done. Stop. 
get out of here. I want to hit you. You're, you're you mixing, you're jumbling my words. So Friday, start with Friday. Um, the fiance and I went down to the Ozarks. Ooh. Okay. Um, we were supposed to leave like in the morning. The problem is we had friends from out of town that surprised us. And we were out at Blueberry Hill, Doc Ryan's and our drinking at our apartment until I didn't fall asleep that night until like 3.30 in the morning. So you didn't make it to the Ozarks by noon like you originally planned. So we got to the Ozarks <laughs> at like 10 o'clock at night. And this yeah. was like on the west end of the Ozarks where like everything is like backwoods. Like you can't, yeah, there are you no can't, street you have lights your brights on. Yeah. at all. You have to, yeah, you have to have your brights on in order to make sure you don't hit deer. Um, yeah, I was low-key kind of freaking out. And it's all winding roads. Like, oh, yeah, no, of course. Ridiculous. So all that being said, we got down there to our Airbnb, which was really nice. Like the only disappointment of this weekend, other than Salvador Perez absolutely destroying oh the White God. Sox, uh, was that we didn't get to this Airbnb in time because it was really nice. We had like, it's supposed to be like a couple other guest rooms there, but we had the basement all to ourselves. There's like mm. a foosball table down there. There's like a movie room. And I was like, wow. And then it's on this 40 acre farm. So we got like a tour Dude, of this that's farm. So nice. Yeah. Um, and they've got like chickens and cows and horses and, you know, yeah. I've farm never things. seen those before because I'm, I'm from Chicago, but oh, I'm from Chicago. I'm from Park Ridge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> but it was raining the entire time we were there. Like we brought the rain with us. So uh, like an hour yeah. after we arrived, it started pouring and it was pouring until we left and it continued pouring throughout that day. Mm -hmm. um, but up, you know, further, I think that would be north and west in Kansas City. No rain by the time we got there. Yeah. Um, so we actually got up to KC like in the afternoon. We weren't planning on going to that Saturday game. And thank God we did because we got to see a dub. Mm -hmm. um, Otherwise, you. Yeah, right. Uh, Raylo <laughs> on the mound too. you know, LASIK Lopez to the rescue. Um, <laughs> actually, he was like. He was like, okay. He wasn't great. <laughs> Wait, say but that again. LASIK so, Lopez. That is so funny. Do you like that one? That's fantastic. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'll take credit for that one. Oh, um, that's funny. But yeah, saw a dub <laughs> on Saturday. Offense exploded. Really great. We said it at the end of that game. Don't pitch to Salvador Perez anymore because he had the two bombs. Um, and the one pitch by Kopech. Yeah. yeah. The one pitch by Kopech to him. Uh, that was the second bomb of that Saturday game. Good pitch, so, low in the zone, down and away, good movement. Salvi okay. just took it out. And that's the thing with the Cease homer, too. Like, the homer he had off of Cease, that was a ball. And he took it, yeah, like, 440 feet with an exit velo of, like, 111 miles an hour. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> just so you know, I've heard opposite um, talk about the pitch that was uh, left for Salvi by Kopech. Uh, okay so i'm just saying but let, we'll we'll circle back to the whole like copec Ronaldo lopez dylan cease kind of a All conversation right. we'll circle back we'll get yep. back to that we'll so i'll end my that. kansas city shout outs with you know everybody i hung out with so on saturday uh went to the game with uh brandon stokes went to the game with uh adam casey uh and his wife and it was a blast it was an absolute blast alexis went out with us afterward too that night uh, we went to this karaoke bar. Um, you may have seen the Twitter clip <laughs> <I> of <did. laughs> me singing Rollin' by mm -hmm. Limp Biscuit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
it was uh it was qu- quite interesting let's just say that arthur's lounge was the name of the karaoke bar and it's like in the strip mall in north casey highly recommend if you're ever in kansas city <laughs> did you get barbecue or what oh yeah oh come on you didn't mention when, it I'm just, when, in, you when, in, when in rome when in rome come yeah, on because kc is the same thing as rome yeah yeah I, I always equate those two cities <laughs> that's an idiom <laughs> history major doesn't understand the idiom here yeah i, I take it. everything literally <laughs> i'm sorry i take everything literally literally there it yeah. is um <laughs> but no of course we had barbecue so saturday afternoon we went and got uh kayla and i before we went to the game got casey joe's mm-hmm. awesome um yep. best in my opinion best barbecue for the value uh for, for the money um and what you spend and what you get casey joe's is the spot um and then on sunday we went to q39 which is more of like a mm. A little bit more upscale barbecue, um, sit down, enjoy the whole experience. So like Texas they Roadhouse? They talk you through everything. Think of like Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> if like Texas Roadhouse was Wellington Castillo and <laughs> Q39 is Yasmani Grandal. Okay. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That is, yes, that was smashing, sir. That was fantastic. Smashing, baby. <laughs> um phenomenal though both places amazing barbecue for very different reasons highly recommend both so i've been to joe's half a dozen times in my life um Mm -hmm. but this was my first time at q39 and definitely would go back nice well that's awesome yeah yeah it was dope it was really 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 fun trip didn't get to see our buddy kinsey unfortunately in kansas city our schedule i was wondering if you were going to shout him out yeah. yeah, no, uh, shout him. I'm shouting him out here because uh, screw him for blowing <laughs> us off. Yeah, yeah, we're all adults here. We all have busy schedules, but also screw you for not making time to come exactly. and see come me. On. In the, I come in to the... your city eight hours away and you're like, yeah. oh, my in-laws are in town. I'm yeah. like, your in-laws oh. live in town. What yeah. are you talking about? You only have, uh, you gave him 30 hours of time that you were in the city. He knew for months. No, he knew for months <laughs> that I was going to be around. So, all right. Anyway, Tom, hit me up with why you're exhausted. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. I mean, work is work. You know, I'm not like going to get out here and complain. I got to do, um, you know, a good amount of, of uh, rest and relaxation out in the, uh, you know, good old rock cut state park. Oh, so. you went to rock cut this weekend. That's right. <laughs> yeah. how, was, yeah. how, how was it back in the eight one five? It was nice. It was, uh, it's probably going to be the last time we go to that campsite though. Cause we've been to the same one three times now. So it's, wow. it's about time to, oh, oh yeah. This is really throwing shade at rock cut. I've been there three times. I've enjoyed it thoroughly every time, but I'm also no, saying, I'm just you know, saying, I'm surprised that you've went back three times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, There's I'm usually just... not a place in the entire 815 area code that you would go to more than three <laughs> times unless it's your house. So, well, yeah, exactly. So I've, I've seen your place. I've seen downtown twice now, and uh, I've been to Rock Cut State Park three times. So I'm never going back to 815. That's it. We're done. Um, no, no. <laughs> y- y- I've been y- to Beefaroo. Y- y- I've y- seen y- it all. Y- you need another <laughs> Uncle Nick's experience. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, yeah, I could go for it no i i definitely enjoyed my weekend had a great time um you know had a a 
track one trashy night that wasn't cr- too terrible but um otherwise just enjoyed myself um and then work was work work's gonna be you know what it is so um i'm tired and i have school too so that's another right thing that i mean you same same to you yeah it's like i I mean let's not call the thing that i do is grad school it is definitely time consuming and you know (laughs) arduous but it's not it's not grad school it's it is it's it's not it's 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 hey, you're going you're, at work is what you're it go, is. You're going to a prestigious university. Come I, on now. I yes, and it, it's I I just like I don't want people getting this high and mighty opinion of me where I'm like, I, Ooh, I can I take Tommy goes to Loyola. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a good it's it's a it's a fine institution, <laughs> and and it is it is schoolwork that I have to do outside of work, and it it is it does take a toll, but it's not. It's not grad school. It's it's just not to that level. I'm sorry. I'm not going to pat Fair myself enough. on the back over here. Um, so, yeah, I'm tired, too. <laughs> wait, wait, what, what is the, the 108 guys always say this? Uh, nobody. I woke up early. No one cares. You woke whatever. up early. No one cares. Yeah, That's right. Exactly. There Congratulations. We go. Did you wake up early today, Tom? I did. I did. No one no, cares. Nobody cares. No one cares. <laughs> So there's that. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I rolled out of bed like two hours ago. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's because you need to sleep more is, is oh, your real problem, shit, Steve. Yes. You don't sleep except on the days that we're supposed to do the podcast. That's where you get your sleep in. You're like, oh, I could slack off today because Tommy's the only person I have to talk to. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, actually, I got to make my way through the 815 and go to Beloit, Wisconsin. Oh, so Beloit. Dude, why are you going Oof. to Beloit? What is this? grandma's 80th birthday celebration okay, see, that's a good reason to go to beloit but no one the lives only in good reason. <laughs> there's no one that's there so she lives in marengo and my aunt and uncle live in kirkland which is southeast of rockford and my parents live in roscoe so really we're going closer to a place for them i don't know how this worked out for them and then they're like oh come over for cocktails early and i'm like no forget you you're making me drive all the way out to Beloit. <laughs> forget you grandma that's uh that's a very very aggressive <laughs> steve hot take steve over there actually is what that is that was that's a lot forget you grandma on your 80th no, i'm saying uh-huh. no forget you to my parents who are like oh we're gonna pick the place that's 10 minutes away from our house you More know they like driving far out for them yeah yeah well you know when you when you grew up in the 815 am i right well yeah hey i'm doing i'm doing all right despite my uh zoom name right now which says poverty grad school attendee (laughs) dude i feel that bro oh my god oh i i could go on a whole litany of bullshit that i have to deal with with my uh hoa right now but i will spare you all the details can we please get back to dumpstering steve about his takes on michael kopech like you okay i literally i I, right i'm just shaking my head over here right before we fired up the podcast my question to you was i was kind of joking well here okay okay good because I was like, Steve, do you still think we should ramp Michael Kopech up for being a starter at the end of the season here? Because like from jump, you were saying Michael Kopech is, is a starter. He's going to start by the end of the season. Everybody was on that bandwagon. And I was like, I don't know. And I, I, I will say right now, go check the receipts. I stayed true and said, I don't know about Michael Kopech as starter this season. And what do you know? 
a lot of people have jumped off the bandwagon saying that he should be a starter because of his most recent performances. And Stephen Michael Smurd over here, that's the full government name. Go steal his social security number after this. I hate he, you so much. <laughs> he is so on fire for Michael Kopech to this day. I credit him. You know, when you love a player, you love a player. But Steve, I don't think he should be a starter this year. That's that's my full analysis. Yeah, here's the thing. <laughs> At this point, now that it's September 11th, we never forget. Yep. Now that it is the middle of September, we don't like we haven't stretched out his arm enough. I was hoping that by end of July beginning of August at the earliest, his arm would be stretched out. And obviously they haven't done that. So they've made up their mind that it's not going to happen. I would have still loved to see it happen. If his arm was stretched out enough, I think he's definitely got the stuff. I think he is, would be still at least the fourth best pitcher in this rotation. When you look at his stat cast numbers, baseball savant numbers, they're amazing. Okay. And I know you're rolling your eyes at me, but top notch fastball velocity and fastball spin. He's, toward the league middle in giving up walks, which is fine because he's throwing as hard as he is and striking out as many people as he is. Curve spin has been good. It's middle of the road this year, which is better than it's been in the past. His expected batting average, expected ERA, expected weighted on base average, all of these are at least above 80, the 85, 85th percentile. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this dude, is including, dude, this is including his rough stretch. Okay. And pitchers go through rough stretches. The best pitchers in the league go through rough stretches. And to put this into perspective, Savant does like this comparison, like similar pitchers to or similar hitters to so and so. His similar pitchers this year, based on his stuff, based on expected numbers and all that. Hmm. Garrett Cole, Tyler Glass now, Shane Bieber, Robbie Ray, Matt Barnes. So very, very good company. Um, the lead here's, company here. Here's my thing though, Steve is I, I am entirely on the opposite side of the spectrum saying you you said you wish they'd stretched him out by this point. Mm-hmm. I am in the absolute opposite camp where I think that where he's at is a result of the, uh, workload that he hasn't experienced since before 2018, literally before 2018, like, or middle of 2018, this was the workload that he was experiencing. Like that was the height of his workload. Right. And he blew out his arm as a result and was in Tommy John. Right. As a then, lot of pitchers these days who throw hard, right, have to right, go through right. at least yeah, once no, in their I, career. Yep. Not, not faulting him, not faulting him at all for that, but he recovered from Tommy John opted out of 2020 and has pitched, you know what, like almost not, what like 70 innings or I sorry I'm don't quote me on it but he's still throwing more than he has thrown in two years he is way above capacity let's play it safe let's play it slow and not ramp him up that like I was I'm totally down for the way the way that they've handled them in my opinion is absolutely perfect I wouldn't want him to take on much more responsibility than he's already taken on that's yeah, I mean it's a debatable take right it's I, a mean, take. I mean it it's, is I a mean, take. we're all what we're arguing here is extremely debatable right and and you could be right I could be right 
I'm, it's also a moot I'm point, most, right? Like, I'm mostly, yes, it's a moot point. No, exactly. no, 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 no. Do not. I, I, yes, I'm going to say that I, I, you know, if they did what I did, I'd most likely be right, but it's fine. You, it's, a, it's a moot point. You're right. I, I, I had to go there. Sorry. I'm going to murder you. I'm just going to kill you. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. Were, earlier, mm-hmm. earlier you were saying that Raylo, right? Yes. Go ahead. Reynaldo Lopez is um, LASIK Lopez. Is, LASIK Lopez, baby. <laughs> his superhero name. Um, he... <laughs> He's been awesome. I mean, like for, for the and, and mind you, like, okay, uh, that's maybe a lot to say. He's been awesome. But consider the expectations that we had for him, which was we didn't have expectations. This is fantastic. This is exactly what we want from a September pitcher. And I do emphasize September pitcher because I don't want him starting in the playoffs. I want him in a relief role. I want him in a long relief yes. role in the playoffs. Honestly, I want him in the role that we expected Kopech to be in in the playoffs as a long reliever piggybacking for taking two, three innings off of the, you know, bum starter. Like, let's say you get a bum start out of Dylan Cease, which I don't think you will. I think he's been really good. <clears throat> and matter of fact, I think I wanted to get on here and and say that I have not given Dylan Cease his, his due diligence this season. He deserves more compliments from me, and I have given him no such compliments. He's been pitching really well. Um, he did have one not-so-great start recently, but mm-hmm. he's been super, super great from majority of the season. Anyway, now that I've thrown him his roses, back to Reynaldo Lopez, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, he's definitely, in my mind, surpassed what I... Th- like literally exactly what I just said in the postseason, I want him doing what we thought Michael Kopech was going to be doing as the high caliber, long relief guy in, in the postseason. Cause you're going to need that guy. You're going to have, you're going to have a blow up start because you're playing incredible teams in the postseason. That's the whole, that's literally the point is that you're playing the best you're playing against the best competition. And so you're going to face better bats than you've been facing throughout the season. You're going to have somebody's having a tough start. And you're gonna need LASIK Lopez out the pen. <laughs> I, I I'm in I'm all on board. And I'm not saying yeah. that Michael Kopech as long as you're not roster. Saying, no. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm just as long saying as you're that, not saying that. And as long as you're not saying that Lopez should start game four of a you know two two well, series. That's if he doesn't start game two. <laughs> yeah, funny. You're funny. <laughs> no, I uh, here's the thing too with Lopez is when we look at his numbers, especially the last couple of starts, mm-hmm. they're not super phenomenal. No, okay? they're not great. They're fine. Um, and I know only one of those runs against Oakland uh, a couple of days ago was only one was earned. Yeah, he um, threw. Well, it, I mean, it was earned, but it, he, he actually threw the ball. Right. And so, I mean, it's one. It's that class. I think we've had this debate before where it's like it was your fault. So it should be earned, right. but it also isn't earned because it wasn't off of somebody's bat. Like you, you threw the ball into center field. That should be a stat that changes. If the pitcher makes yeah. an error, it should go against your ERA. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it should. That just doesn't show up in the stat line as far as like. The but it absolutely should. It, it, it absolutely because it's literally on like <laughs> Garrett Crochet's. <laughs> Oh, are you talking about the ball he threw in, you know, 40 feet when it should have gone 65? 
Uh, yeah, the funniest like that error in opening this weekend is, this against Kansas throw, City. Major Ugh. throwback where he literally like stomped. He like spiked the ball. Opening at, weekend Sunday yeah, game. It's like you're not a quarterback. This isn't like the fourth quarter with two minutes left. This is you are this dude straight up through the ball into the ground. Not even <laughs> close. And it's like to... thinking about how tall he is, how lanky he is, how much of his his extension is. He threw that ball straight down like it's like i don't know i don't know that that should have been counted against the era though that's what we're saying this is this is what we're saying and Ronaldo sitting Lopez is right pitch. behind home plate in the 500 level for that game it's it must have been and saw it happen and i was just like floored i was he, i just couldn't believe it i was silenced yeah he pitched great in relief the other night though like he came out got his batter out it was great um, Honestly, I I, I I love Garrett Crochet. Yeah. I'm glad that he was not a part of the Kimbrel deal. Yeah. Horror is is pitching great, though, for the Cubes. M- must be nice to be in, you know, a low, low leverage situation for the rest of the year. <laughs> rest of his career. Is that what you said? That's mean, oh, yeah, Steve. that too. That's me. Come on. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you watch there. The Cubs are going to sign like Trevor Story and somebody well, else. And these they'll nerd- be competitive. Yeah, these nerd bags over here, the 30-year-old uh, rookies are all playing really well. I mean, hey, <laughs> when Schwindel. you've got the amounts of when you have the amount of seasoning that they had in the in the minors stuck behind, you know, Chris Bryant and and Javi Baez and stuff, like yeah, you you'd come up and produce too when you've been down there for, you know, perfecting your craft for the last 5 years. Um Anyway, wow, we are so off base. What what the heck we were talking well, about? We might we might need a minute. We should yeah, probably we take must. a minute to refresh ourselves. I'm not sure if you uh, have a beverage. Yes. I have a beverage. I'll probably grab yes. another. Yes, uh, but everybody, we still got a lot to talk about. So make sure you stay tuned and don't go anywhere. Yeah, we'll be back in literally five seconds. Don't go. <laughs> Well, let's hop right into it, Tom, because yes. you know what? You know what I got? I got a bone up here. <laughs> so <laughs> let me say this. To all you motherfuckers out there oh, oh, who oh. think I hate Jose Abreu, <laughs> shut up. I don't hate <laughs> Jose Abreu, okay? I watched this team through the rebuild, and he was the one solid point he was the one person that helped me actually enjoy watching baseball Mm -hmm. between the years of 2014 and 2018 Mm -hmm. 2019 yon mancada definitely like tried and true favorite player like that solidified it right there that season but my god if you really think i hate jose abreu because i made one tweet one single tweet that was critical <laughs> about his defense, which was awful that game. You can go suck it. I've got a jersey here, man. Oh, I got Jose Abreu, baby, in the road grays. Okay, in the road gray. Paul Konerko and Jose Abreu road gray uniforms. Okay, my first baseman. I get them in road grays. Okay, Thomas is going to be the next one. I mean. He's a great baseball player. Is he a Hall of Famer? Absolutely. Probably not. Is he Hall of Very Good? Yeah. Is he going to have a statue? Yes. 
in the words of Brian Knights, it's going to be built and put on top of the beam. I was literally going to ask you where you, where you stand on on that. Like <laughs> that was I was in my back pocket. I'm like, so since you hate Jose Abreu, where are you on the statue on top of the bean situation? Put it there. <laughs> okay, it'll it'll well, make it a greater piece of architectural work. Um, it will. It'll look better with that up there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I want so, it with like a big wad of, of dip that he's I, like. <laughs> I I will say that, and I, I yes, he's. He's a great player, and I re- I still believe in my heart of hearts that the transition to DH is happening sooner than later, but that takes nothing away from his ability to hit, especially in the months of August and September. You better stop. You better and stop. And he better turn it up in October, baby. I know it's going to get chilly, but he better turn it up in October, too, this year. Let's go. You know what? I, um, I will say... I have toned down my my anger at, you know, the wider fan base about not talking about Jose Abreu enough. I've toned that back because I've realized something. It's that the fan base doesn't always like sing his praises every day, you know, day in, day out the same way that they do with, you know, Eloy and, and T.A. And, and stuff like that. But what they do is when knuckleheads like you go out here and Good slander God, him. They come slander. out in droves to defend his name, even at the slightest. That's what I love about it, though. I think like, you know, there's there's your guys that you celebrate day in, day out. You know, Lance Lynn, T.A., Eloy, like I said. And then there's your guys that you will accept no slander of. And that is Jose Abreu for our for our famous. And I think that's great. That's a great place to live. I So I. I um I also screamed at you about this uh, a, a couple pods ago, so I'm mm-hmm. not going to yell at you again for your hate of of Jose. Um, <laughs> Thank you for affirming this is why you, these meatballs. Yes. <laughs> this is and this is why you have your bone to pick is because you have people like me saying this stuff. So <laughs> exactly, you're one of the you're one of these people. <laughs> and I know you just bought that jersey so that you could use it as a prop. Like you bought that jersey oh, with Express Shipping yesterday, so that you could be like, "Look, oh, I have yeah, a jersey. Express Shipping, Express Shipping." <laughs> yeah, that's real steam. If, that's if, that's real if, poverty of you. <laughs> exactly. If only DHgate allowed Express Shipping. <laughs> no, that's funny. Um. <laughs> anyway, I think are you are you satisfied? Do you feel like you've you've soapboxed it up and and all? Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, I'm not sure if you caught that. I know you weren't listening very well, but I, I cracked him. Oh, shout out to on tap sportsnet. Indeed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we should get them on. Uh, we should, we general. should, we should get, you know, or Tony, we'll just Johnny, crash their party somebody. either way. So, <laughs> Hey, we're always open. We're always open. No, actually we're really not, but we would love to schedule something. <laughs> yes. We'll, we'll schedule something so that we'll, we'll get on their podcast in next January. Exactly. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, so what, uh, this is something that I posed. I posed this question to um, actually the one Oh eight, um, but considering they're super high and mighty, what was the fist pump for? What did you just see come across? Did you win a bet? No. So Notre Dame <laughs> oh, has okay. their first home game today yeah. and I, I know you could care less but you know big Notre Dame fighting Irish football fan mm-hmm. and Kyle Hamilton who had two interceptions oh, and geez. a broke and a broken up play mm. that led to an interception against Florida State week one got his third interception of the year today just now in the first quarter of this game Kyle Hamilton's gonna be nuts keep that name in the back of your head 
top 10 pick coming up NFL draft. All right. Two comments, two comments. First, number one, you don't care. Number two, let's get back to White Sox baseball. No, I want two comments. First, do you want to exterminate the team or execute? Oh, no, the no, team? no, no, execute. You, yeah, execute. sorry. Execute the team. You do not? <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Let me continue then. Point two, every time I talk about uh, another team in baseball, you get furious and you're out here talking about a team in a different sport that's not even a major major league sport so i don't know what's going on here and stop okay back to white Sox baseball so <laughs> of course. anyway okay so i posed this uh question for sunday soak but you know the 108 guys they don't care about little the little guy like us so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna ask the question of ourselves um, and I doubt they're even going to respond to this question and the Sunday soak because they're too big for their britches, um, which wow. are big. They are big britches, by the way. So, <laughs> wow, you are really throwing some shade at the guys today. And I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> Just kidding. I love I literally love those guys. Like, that's why we're doing what we're doing. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> so I'll ask you, Steve, what is more satisfying as a Sox fan, what do you appreciate hate watching the most? Is it that Cleveland baseball club is our biggest threat and they're under 500 as of Friday? Or is it that the Minis- the Minnesota twins, um, shout out to <laughs> Locked on Sox and Herb Lawrence. That's right. Um, Herb Lawrence-ism <laughs> right there. The Minnesota Twins are an absolute laughing stock. Is that is that better for you to hate watch, or is it the Yankees and their seven game losing streak? Oof, they're bad right now. Um, what's or or do you prefer that I just go and fuck myself over these takes? Um, GFY. Uh, so it, tell me this: uh, is is it that Cleveland sucks, Minnesota really really sucks, or that the Yankees? really, really suck. Like, what do you hate? What do you hate watching and enjoying more? So I'll start by saying this. The Yankees lose. The Yankees lose. (laughs) Seven in a row. Um, That's not my favorite. Really? Because because they are not a division rival. Fair. Minnesota is not my favorite Mm. because... I we've seen that they've been trash for a really, really yeah, long time this year. Yes. Um, and the Yankees beating up on them in the playoffs has always been a joy mm-hmm. and it's not Cleveland. Okay. Because it's absolutely go fuck yourself. GFY because <laughs> I'm focused on one team and one team only right now. And I am, I am reeling. I, I am just absolutely focused and just locked in to the success of the White Sox mm. this year. Like that is, that is the move. That is the vibe. That is everything to me is the White Sox winning despite who is winning, who they're winning against, despite how the rest of the division is doing. They're at the top of the AL central. It's going to be the first time since 2008, technically that they've won the division. And I mean, that's end point for me. And they won it in 163 games that year, not even 162. So you really let me build up that question for, you know, about two and a half minutes. And then you said, go fuck yourself. Is that you said GFY? <laughs> Absolutely. What else is more on brand? <laughs> I, um, but that I love is, it. But that is my actual answer. 
Yeah. And no, I, and that's why I love it. I mean, um, you really don't hate watch anybody though. You really don't. Wow. No, just the giants. Gotcha. So ridiculous. for that. (laughs) (laughs) So ridiculous. And they got a big dub against the cubes. So in, in that's that's the Chris Bryant revenge game. So I loved it. Um, anyway, the tears, the tears, they they were real tears. You know, he really was tearing up super did not want to hug rickets that's what the problem was he was oh yeah absolutely hug rickets 100 percent. i mean that those 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 tears were real from all all the memories you know like yes kb deserved better than what the rickets gave him yeah absolutely he's gonna get a contract extension with the friggin giants now watch it's gonna be hilarious um but what about for you of of all those things for me uh you know it's it's not cleveland because the fact that they're under 500 just makes it legitimately less you know like i i I almost wish there was like a a big bad like enemy you know that we could all rally behind but cleveland's not very good minnesota's literally a laughing stock i saw i i laughed them out of my brain in you know what june so (laughs) i don't care about them anymore it is absolutely these yankees losing seven straight like they were like on fire and i was like here we go now i'm never gonna hear the end of yankee love and and all the national media the mlb network espn they're never ever ever going to shut up about this yankees team and then they lost seven straight and i'm i'm so happy it literally it's it, it just gives me life energy it gives me life energy i i absolutely love the yankees losing i just so- love it just cue it, right? The Yankees lose. The Yankees lose indeed. The Yankees lose, baby. <laughs> I, Poppy's thing is so. And the funniest part about that is that he was sitting next to A Rod on that, oh, yeah. like ALCS panel. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> absolutely iconic it would have been even better if like john sterling was also there and he would have done it if like john sterling sitting there a rod sitting there freaking babe ruth is sitting there poppy would be like the jankies <laughs> john sterling of course you really don't hate watch anyone you matter of fact oh. don't watch anyone else period end of story you just watch white Sox. Uh, I, mean, I, I do from time to time i follow around the league but if there's one team that I'm actually going to sit down and watch, you know, it's the White Sox. Amen to that. Um, I, I also am I'm, I'm addicted to the MLB in general is what I'm finding in this season is that I just really enjoy watching all the teams, um, especially when the Sox are good. It makes it even sweeter. So, Steve, I mm-hmm. think we can go to final thoughts. Yeah, I, I think so as well. Do you want me to take final thoughts this yeah, time Yeah, I'm around? sure. I mean, you've got so many final thoughts, dude. Your brain is so big. I want you to just share it with me. Well, I mean, that's what happens when, what's good, everybody? It's your man, Steve-O. Tonight's final thought. No, there's no <laughs> final five. Uh, not on the podcast here. Um, I got to get back to rapping verses, though. Um, as you yeah. as you know, like life has been busy, and, and yeah. it's been really tough to, to follow, especially this week, to follow up with the team and how they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, I will be at the game Sunday. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm really excited. I was actually really excited for uh, what was going to be Chris sale on the mound against (laughs) his former team. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it would have been his first start against the white Sox at G rate. I know. Yeah. 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 He had the one at Fenway where, (laughs) you know, Dylan Covey outpitched him. (laughs) 
<laughs> Never forget. Um, That's when we knew we won the trade. <laughs> legendary moment in, in White Sox history when Dylan Covey outdueled Chris Sale. Um, that being said, I was really looking forward to that, but Chris Sale, COVID, yeah. Coronavirus. I mean, go get your Fauci ouchie, everybody. Serious. I, I'm tired of saying this. Yeah, like, I, I know do it. people want to think this is a politicized thing. It's not. It's a public health crisis, okay? Yeah. <laughs> this is, like, this COVID vaccines are going to become the next, like, get your uh, MMR shot, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's going to be the next thing. I know this is not baseball related, and I'm going on tangent, but it's super important. That's it's more important, important than baseball, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I know that the White Sox have been an around 500 ball club, 500 ball club, <laughs> um, <laughs> since the All Star break. Yeah, and. It's kind of taken the wind, I think, out of the sails it has. Uh, of no, no pun intended. Oh, my you know, God. <laughs> Chris Sale. <laughs> it's kind of take it's kind of done that for, for the White Sox fan base. Yeah, uh, you can see it on Twitter. You can see it in, in, in forums. You can see it and hear it and the voices of, uh, of fans a little bit that are that are really following this team. Mm-hmm. Um, but the buzz is still there. I think oh, yeah. that's the thing that Sox fans need to realize is that you're walking down the street and you see people still walk, wearing Sox gear more than the their flags wearing Sox gear. The flags, the flags are, are out. out. Exactly. Um, and this team is still very good. And all it takes is a little October magic sometimes. Ooh, yeah. I know that you can't measure that. And I'm the measuring guy when it comes to this podcast. <laughs> I'm the guy that's looking at stat cast and advanced statistics and fan graphs and all that to prove that Tommy is wrong about most things. <laughs> but there's one thing that all of those websites can't measure. And that's, you know, the unpredictability of how October baseball goes. Howie Kendrick, everybody. Exactly. <laughs> I, um, I loved that all of that. Uh, and that magic number is just getting smaller guys. We're at 12 as we're recording. We're, as of right now, as we, we are recording, we could be down to like, 10 in very like we could yeah we're gonna wrap this up real soon um and that's just gonna be i i i don't think it's gonna be at home but if it was at home it would have been it would be electric so we'll we'll get drinks when um when we when we clinch we'll uh we'll create a fake banner or something and enjoy ourselves those are my final thoughts i'm excited to go to a game just like you are um the magic is still in the air the magic number is still floating in the air, um, getting smaller as we go. So excited about this team. Let's F-ing go. That's it. All right. Well, hit us with the magic phrase, Tom. In Han, we trust. AL Central champs or bust. Go, baby. That's facts right there. Let that sink in. Mm. Let that sink in, folks. Mm, yeah, the bonus material here at the end. Just, just revel in it.